his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. That's Megan Lynch. I'm Tom Ackerman. This is Total Information AM on KMOX at 9.06. 120 years ago this year, the world came to St. Louis when the Louisiana Purchase Exposition opened in late April of 1904 in Forest Park and ran through December. We know it, of course, as the World's Fair, but we don't know everything about the people who worked at the fair, including a large portion who came from China. A new exhibition is set to open next week titled Gateway to the East, China at the St. Louis World's Fair. It was put together by our next guest, Dr. Zhao Ma, Associate Professor of Modern Chinese History and Culture and Head of the Chinese Section at Washington University. And if he sounds familiar to you, he has been on our air before, frequent guest of Total Information AM. So thank you for coming back with us this morning. Oh, thanks a lot. And good to good morning and good morning to your, re, your listeners. Well, what story does this exhibit tell? Because I've seen some pictures of what look like, you know, higher ranking Chinese officials that were here, but there were many other people here as well. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, you know, before I, I talk about the China's participation in this World's Fair, I want to also talk about this is a, an American story as well, you know, and we, part of the exhibition is trying to capture the moment of uh, the city of St. Louis, you know, try to see how the leaders uh, at the time, business and political leaders at the time, trying to imagine, uh, participate in a national discourse to think about uh, what the American will look like in the 20th century and then how St. Louis can participate in that kind of expansion of American empire. Not only you know in the uh, the American continent, but also to the Pacific Ocean. So I think that part of uh, American story is also in a really important component of my exhibition. What a time in St. Louis, 1904. The Olympics are here. The World's Fair. The city is bustling. What roles did the Chinese play at the fair? So uh, we have this Chinese delegation. This is the first time the China sent officials, uh, to, you know, Chinese officials, to participate in the World's Fair. And so when they arrive, you know, they are not just come over here and talk about a China story, right? I mean, this is part of, the, part of the mission for the Chinese delegation to kind of recreate the Chinese image for the American slash Western uh, sort of audience. But on the other hand, they were invited to come over to the city. And so they come over here because the Americans, the, the fair organizers, they want to tell an American story. So the Chinese participation enabled the American organizers to tell this kind of American story. And so that story has uh, multiple elements over there. On the one hand, this is an early 20th century. It's a time of uh, the explosion of American capitalism and also America becoming a, a global empire. 
and projecting its power, you know, beyond the uh, Atlantic Ocean uh, into the Pacific Ocean, and then project its power into East Asia and China in particular. And at the same time, this is also for America to think about.、Uh, you have all these people coming to our home, coming to this country as、uh, immigrants, right? So then, how do we understand、uh, things like race? How do we understand things like、uh, you know Western civilization? So China was here, and to help America tell that kind of a story as how was the Chinese delegation viewed as a curiosity? Were you know were they stereotyped?、Mm-hmm. You know how were they received?、Mm-hmm. So this is the interesting part, you know, because on the one hand. Uh, China was in、uh, the sort of a Western media for quite some time. Just three years before the fair was started, it was in 1900, and so there was the Chinese Boxer Uprisings. It's sort of anti-imperialism and anti-foreign violence in China. So China was in the news. Okay, and but it was portrayed China as a、uh, kind of a xenophobic nation and、uh, a xenophobic people, right? So here, when China, you know, Chinese delegation arrived, they definitely the Chinese part want to correct that image, want to pre- present to the American audience this is a China in the reform and opening its arms, trying to invite you know the Westerners to come back to China for you know business and、uh, everything else. At the same time, you know, it's、uh, it, it's sort of、uh, the America is also rethinking, you know, and、uh, how do we portray Chinese? So obviously, Chinese、uh, and the country has enjoyed、uh, you know hundreds of years and even millenniums, you know, sort of the civilization. So it's not a a, a, a quote unquote backward, you know, a, a, a sort of that, that kind of nation, right? But at the same time, you know, they portray or the, the fair organizers they portray China as sort of a, a Uh, a a country and a civilization locked in itself. You know, this is a country without a progress. So then, what we can do? The fair will bring China into the discourse of Western civilization. So the Western civilization, the American model, can provide China to get out of its own trap. You know, to become a new nation in the new century. So that's sort of the story. The exhibition is trying to tell, and also the story the、uh, fair organizers try to tell a hundred years ago. Did they stay? Did did some of them stay here? Well, the Chinese delegation after St. Louis, they、uh, went on to other American cities, and、uh, Chinese workers who were brought here to、uh, build the Chinese pavilions, they all came. They they all came home, right? And but uh, uh, the uh, the items brought by the Chinese delegation, and、uh, they were all over the places. And so we are very happy to show you know your your listeners and the people in the, in the community the sort of uh, interesting uh, uh, memorabilia and uh, uh, even the segments or, or fragments of the Chinese pavilions, and they were donated to our exhibition by private collectors and by our friends. We're talking with Dr. Zhao Ma, associate professor of modern Chinese history and culture at Washington University. You know, you mentioned some of those、uh, articles that were left here. Otherwise, though, did you have a hard time researching and finding documentation、um, of this visit and the work that was done here? The、uh, it is an interesting experience. We spend almost two years trying to you know starting from you know, this is a, a, you know, we want to do this right and then try to piece together how we tell the story and how we get all the materials we need, what uh, uh, artifacts we have, and、uh, the most challenging part is actually the story of the Chinese workers. 
So we have about a 200 Chinese workers. You know, they they came over here, but、uh, you know, we have to remember this is the the time of the Chinese exclusion. Right. And so the Chinese workers were not allowed to、uh, come to the United States to work. Right. So the Chinese government had to work out a special system with the State Department to let the Chinese workers come into the country and work. Right. And but the process, it is the、uh, you know, Chinese workers they face draconian uh, immigration uh, kind of protocols. So they have to be photographed, they have to be fingerprinted, and then they have to report to the local police、uh, every single day. Right, and they have to stay in the uh, uh, in their own little you know dormitory, and not they are not able to travel to other parts of the city. And also,、uh, if they fail to report their presence in forty eight hours, they will be considered a criminal, a fugitive, and they subject to deportation. And so, because these are the people who left no voice and no written records. For all this sort of history, so that's why we have to spend quite some time and going back to China and going to the Chinese archives and find out、uh, the correspondence between the Chinese government as well as State Department to understand,、uh, you know, how these people they experience, you know, what we call this the big、uh, a big party, right? But how these people they have no voice and in the party and they even have don't they don't have a trace in this party. So part of the mission for this exhibition is trying. To give the、uh, voiceless the voice,、right? and to bring the full picture of the history back to、uh, you know the, the viewers. This is Dr. Zhao Ma, associate professor of modern Chinese history and culture, head of the Chinese section at Washington University. I, I, since we have a little bit of time left, and you've made the trip into the studio, I wanted to go back. I know we talked about Chinese culture in America the last time that you were here, and. You know, with a complicated and somewhat contentious relationship with China right now here in America, I'm just curious how things have changed over this last year,、uh, in your view. Just a general question about how、uh, China is and the Chinese are accepted here in the United States. Well, the uh, oh, first of all, you know, <laughs> I teach Chinese history. I teach U.S.-China relations in, at Washington University, and so、uh, whenever we come down to、uh, the, uh, the the political cycle in the, the in the U.S. context, you know, this year is election year. So whenever we come down to this sort of uh, uh, political cycle, and then the China will be part of the conversation, a national conversation. You can hear a lot. From the、uh, you know the、uh, the the people who are you know campaign you know, for election,、mm-hmm. and so,、uh, but at the same time,、uh, back to this exhibition, and it kind it kind of reminds us there's a two different elements of this bilateral relationship. At the one on the one hand, there is the state level, you know, government level. So you have、uh, you know political leaders they try to come up with something right to、uh, work with each other or sometimes compete with each other. But、uh, the exhibition can also tell you、uh, beneath the national story, the political story of the bilateral relationship. There is also the people side. So we can see how people are.、Uh, they they participated. They played a role in shaping the ways we perceive each other. We understand each other, and so that can be part of the national political discourse, or can be independent from that kind of national discourse. So that sort of a cultural exchange is always a very interesting, a very important component of this bilateral relationship. 
But we do need to give details of that exhibition. It's Gateway to the East China at the St. Louis World's Fair. It actually opens this weekend, January 27th. It runs through late April at the John M. Olin Library. It's in the Ginkgo Reading Room on the Washington University campus. Dr. Zhao Ma, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks a lot for having me. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.